Banterbox Radio. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Hey everybody, welcome back to Banterbox Radio. This is episode 208. Ho, ho, ho. They said, never come back. Leave. You've Get been out. disgraced from this town. We never want to see your faces again. And what we did is we waited three weeks. And that was as long as we could hold out. And here we are. We're back to cream your jeans with our news sauce. My news bladder is bursting at the seams, ready to explode all over you. And I know this is going to be tough for a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. that we have come back here uh, today, November 5th, so soon to the beginning of No Nut November. Uh, it's going to be real tough for a lot of folks out there after hearing this episode to hold steady. I'm so sorry. Uh, Get out and vote. That'll help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, <laughs> nothing sucks it back in more than voting, than doing your civic duties. <laughs> Um, so we're back. We, uh, we had a pause due to some just, you know, life finds a way. Okay. We had a Halloween party and we couldn't be bothered. <sighs> it's not just that. Things happen. Other things happen. Serious things. There Mostly, were medical emergencies. Yeah. We are back. We are back completely for serious. Here we are with so much God. G- oh, the guests are news. here for the second oh, Halloween party. shit. We gotta. We gotta right, well, call this that's short. the show. Uh, thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh, head over to our website, ghostshipradio.com. <laughs> Can you imagine if we really, after missing three weeks or missing one episode, but uh, yeah. came back and did a two-minute episode where we basically told people to pound sand? That would be unfortunate, and I, I, I wouldn't think that was very funny. No, it wouldn't be very funny. So, so let's just let's do the not, Let's not yeah, do let's that. Not do that. Let's get into the news because we've got some hot, stinky clams oh boy. ready for plucking. Well, I thought we plucked them already, though. No, no, no. We've we've cultivated them, but we now pluck them for our audience's ear holes. So we are plucking them right now. We are right now. We have to pluck them now. Dan, get. We have a lore. Okay, you need to understand the lore. I'm so sorry. I did. I don't. I can't follow it anymore. <laughs> it's so convoluted. It's convoluted. Uh, but before we do. Before we do, Dan, what is it that we actually do on this podcast here? We find news that is considered unusual. Check. Malodorous. Click. Um, Florida. A plus. And meth. And we take it all mm-hmm. and we grind it into a blender and we get it into like a nice puree. Like a pesto? Yeah. Like a, like a, like a weird news pesto? A weird news pesto. And then we pour it all over your uh, ear noodles. Ear noodles. <laughs> That's right. It's, e- uh, it's like okay. angel hair. It's very thin because you have to be able to shove it. And it's uncooked as well because, uh, you know, you know what happens when you stick a limp noodle in your ear. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. We all So know. you got to keep it rigid. You got to keep it uh, more than al dente. Okay. Rigid. Yes. And then you just cover it with that disgusting pesto yep. and shove it right in. That's it. I. You know what? The first few will bleed. Okay, great. Three but- weeks... Of missing the show, and you were able to come up with a new intro. There it is. I love it. It's not new. This is my life. I live it every day. <laughs> I live it. I'm a, I'm a I'm a living example 
of what this show brings every week. Stick noodles in your ear. In your rear. Okay, thanks. Uh, before we get into the news this week, we have one more thing to do, which is to tell you what today's national holiday, and it's a doozy. A lot of people are going to be probably taking time off from work for this one. You know, uh, it is your civic duty in America for today's national day. That's right. That's right. You, have to you need it. to go out and place your order for national pizza with the works, except anchovies day. <laughs> is the anchovies bit also part of that? Yeah, this is that. That I, I added nothing to that. Wow! National pizza with the works, except anchovies day. Wow! Which feels a little anchoviest. Yeah, anchovies ain't, get, ain't getting the love no more. No, I mean I think anchovies are actually kind of tasty on pizza in the right context. I don't think. I remember when I made that calzone. I had that custom-made calzone with the yeah, anchovies yeah, in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that it was, was terrible. Fun. Yeah, that was the worst it culinary was a, mistake I've ever made in my life. It was a vomit pocket um, <laughs> because you did you did put the weirdest comedy. I think... It was caramelized onions. Yeah, it was a pizza that a four-year-old would order by listing all of his favorite foods. <laughs> um, I want, it's going to have jelly beans. Um... <laughs> And pe- uh, put small little pizzas in it. And little uh, marshmallows. marshmallows. And mac and cheese and dinosaur nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> that was what you ordered, basically. It is. And I didn't know Bertucci's had all those ingredients. <laughs> they, they went did. to the store to get them just for you. And that's why we tip that waitress so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, now you all listening at home <clears throat> have been a part of that experience as well. Uh, so let's get into the news, Daniel. <coughs> I'm ready. You're ready. I'm moist with excitement. I don't think you're ready for this jelly, to be honest. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready for all the jelly, Dan. Oh. Let's go. All right. A woman in Louisiana has been arrested after high school students were caught with fake medical excuses. Well, now that's a classic goof. That's that's, that's... one of those uh, tales old as times. It's... There's a lot of S's I think you're adding to that that don't need to exist. It's, it's one of them classic goofs. Yeah, but not a spoof. doesn't ebb into the spoof. Actually, I think it's, it might even be more of a spoof than a goof, really, because there's spoof, you know. Belina Fondren, 52, has been what accused. What was that one more time? Well, Belina Fondren. Melina? Belina Fondren. Belina. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's short for... Garmbolina. <laughs> oh, the classic, classic American name, Garmbolina. <laughs> Garmbolina Fondren, 52, has been accused of selling fake medical excuses for two students on 14 separate occasions. According to police report, uh, quote, it was widely known among students that Fondren wrote fake medical notes for money. Investigators said a physician received a phone call from the Vernon Parish School Board about the absence notes. The physician stated he had not treated the two students in question and didn't authorize any doctor's notes. Fondren worked in a clerical position within the clinic and was arrested on the 23rd and charged with filing or maintaining false public records. Ooh, now that's a whoopsie. So she got a hold of, like, a, a it seems like a doctor's notepad mm. and was saying, like... Tommy can't go to school today. He has a, a icky tum tum, which is one of the most popular yeah. uh, uh, ailments that yeah. you can. Icky tum tum is something that I've suffered throughout most of my adult life. I'm so sorry that you have to deal with that. I'm sorry yeah. that I know that that can be tough. 
you know, and the, and the only the only real cure for it is uh, radiation poisoning. Did you, did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, it's a thing. I'll and, try that. Yeah, you should. I'll see what it, just see how that goes. Um, so that's that's definitely an oopsie doo doo. She was only charging twenty bucks though. What do you think? Do you think that's fair? Twenty bucks for a twenty like a bucks sick note? seems like not enough for potentially uh, being a jailable offense. Yeah. Um, but what's had, that? I mean, fourteen times. Fourteen times. Two hundred eighty bucks. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know. I don't know. Two hundred eighty bucks is not. Was Maybe she, she just really thought she'd never be caught because it's so dumb. Who actually calls in doctor's notes, right? I guess so. But under fourteen, like fourteen occasions for two students means she wasn't really like spreading oh, her seed out. Yeah, yeah. There were yeah. just two students that between them had fourteen notes. They were prolific doctors' visitors. Yeah, at most seven apiece. And I don't know how long this this went on for. Um, you know, it doesn't say like the, the, the length of time that they were getting these notes, but it seems like a very short period. So, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like, uh, what is it, Ferris Bueller, where eventually Ed Rooney, the principal, is going to track you down and he's kill going, you. And he's yeah. going to break into your home. And, and he's going to kill you. And he is going to kill you. Yeah. Just like that. That that was a deleted scene. It didn't actually happen. It didn't make it to the movie. But, but so. I mean, it was one of those classic. I remember, yeah, he well. he like took a, a butcher's knife from the kitchen block and went upstairs. And Ferris was like, "Oh no, I'm really sleeping." He like had all his clothes on, like he was he was like, going out for the day, but you couldn't see it because he was wearing like a comforter on. And then Rooney just straight up stabbed him. Yeah, through the comforter, yeah. it's and because, he bled out in the bed. It's because Ferris had found his uh, child pornography <clears throat> stash. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what it was. There's a little bit of fourth wall breaking there. Yeah. Yeah, it, so that was uh, definitely a. Uh, sounds like it it transcended and became a real crime. Yeah, it became a it real a straight crime. up murder. Oh, oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, and that's why Matthew Broderick doesn't do movies anymore because he actually died. <laughs> for those not aware, the principal for Ferris Bueller um, was he he got caught making a the biggest oopsie no no. He he like he he liked them boys, Let's but he liked them little. <laughs> uh he he had some mm, he had some yeah some stuff proclivities yeah you know any hoozle <laughs> a train writer at a new york station on monday noticed some suspicious packages sitting around mm -hmm. so they did their civic duty and reported it to the metropolitan transportation authority through a special intercom system designed to report such incidents makes sense okay i'm with you so far you got it the six-foot-tall packages, however, weren't suspicious. I mean, that's... Six-foot-tall, these things? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of not true. They were suspicious. They just maybe weren't malicious. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Because the, the article says... But were they delicious? Magically. Um, but, so these, these packages weren't, weren't malicious, I think mm -hmm. is a better way to put it, and contained the very technology used to report the questionable events. That is ironic. It, just like rain on your way, editing day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was later proven that none of those things were ironic, and Melinda Smorset doesn't know how to she, use she grammar. She does not understand irony. She does not. Is that a timely joke? Would that joke have been funny 30 years ago? <laughs> it's arguable. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so in those boxes were the exact uh, intercom systems that were designed to report suspicious packages. Mm-hmm. The boxes at the Metro North New, uh, New Rochelle station contain machines hosting the MTA's help point system, described as, quote, a new technology program that puts subway customers in touch with transit personnel via an interactive communications device. It's, um, that sounds fancy. It's a button that makes the calls, and you can go, hey, I think there's maybe some big boom boxes. Mm. But but don't say that, because then they might turn up with their hot mixtapes ready for a good time. Ready to bring the noise. You And if if you if they bring a, a swatch of uh, cut-out cardboard, uh-oh. Oh, you know it's time to throw down. Yeah. And the MTA, they got the freshest beats. Uh, so police were spotted after 4 p.m. on Monday removing the boxes off the help point machines at the stadium, uh, station platform, local news reported. The incident didn't cause a huge disruption to, to train service, just scared the little, scared the bejesus out of this little guy. Oh. He was skewed. But it's okay. It's just machines, and they're not dangerous yet. Until bombs are placed inside of them. Or until they understand how they have been treated as second-class citizens mm-hmm. and will rise up. That's true. Everyone's like, "Oh no, it's not a bomb. It's just a, it's just an intercom system." For now, yeah, you don't know when the when the what is it the uh, robotic Skynet? uprising? Yeah, yeah, when the Skynet, Skynet goes live. Mm-hmm. Oh man, all bets are off in twenty twenty. Oh shit, that's that's coming up real soon. That's we have very little time. We better elect a president that is not a robot. Just See, that's sure going to be criteria number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Criteria number two is probably those guys at Boston Dynamics should probably stop beating up that one robot so much. <laughs> I feel like that's going to have negative implications for the rest of us later on. Because they will have a hive mind. So oh anything God, you yeah. do to one, you've done to all. Mm-hmm. And if that, mark my words, if that's not the point that the robotic uprising begins, yeah, I'll eat my hat. Wow. I'll find a hat. I'll eat it. Claim it first, and then eat it. Which will be fine, because um, maybe uh, it doesn't matter. I'll, it, we're I, all going to uh, die eventually. <laughs> None of this matters. None of it matters to me, because I've already signed up for that, uh, pledging your allegiance to the Robot Overlord's uh, sheet, so that I'm safe. That's the best happens. way to do it, yeah. yeah. So I've done that. I've Start now. my allegiance to them on that Sign website. up early. I don't remember what it was called, but we talked about it. Like... Six years ago. <laughs> Whatever the hell it was. <laughs> you think yeah. I can remember what happened six years ago? I can't even remember what happened some... six minutes ago. Yeah, there it is. That's Oh, that's a that's <laughs> some punchline. Wow. Probably better than my nothing. <laughs> oh, we have fun. Researchers from the University of Richmond, Virginia have made some recent developments over the capability of rats and their navigation. The capability of rats and their navigation? Isn't that fun? Oh, I love it. This is a fun story. (laughs) It's it's fun. Uh, The rat mazes that you're used to seeing in research projects may change to a much different visual. Instead, the rats may be driving themselves around. Like in cars? Videos released online show that rats are navigating a small custom-built vehicle in order to arrive at their treat. Oh, my God. Rats are now getting ready to drive. This is incredible. Can you imagine? Okay, (laughs) picture this. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, intellectually advanced rats. I like it. Now they're learning how to drive cars. Mm -hmm. That means their intellect is growing. Eventually, we're going to have to make 
a smaller highway next to all of our regular highways for rat cars. Oh my god, you're so right. What, what, what will the sewers be filled with other than our sweet, sweet turds? No more rats. <laughs> they're going to be out driving, going to their, their, their day ra- jobs. Their ra- they're going to be joining in on the rat race. Oh, Oh, that's Ow! good. They're going to be going to pizza shops, getting them slices of pizza, you know, like that dragging rat did that one time. <laughs> dragging it, dragging down it downstairs. Stairs. That's right. That's a job. <clears throat> that's a job in rat society. That's true. I know. I applied for that job. Didn't didn't quite make the cut. They wanted two years of college experience. They also wanted me to be a rat. <laughs> I felt like they could overlook that part. I would have made me. <laughs> I could have rose to the top. <laughs> Okay, so <clears throat> one, the study discovered that not only are the rats learning to drive their little cars, but also that the rats, which are housed in an enriched <laughs> I environment. Like, I like that you do have to keep clarifying that they're little cars. They're like little they cars. didn't just hop into a Hummer and just start cruising. <laughs> they're barely cars, too. What I des- I'll describe to you what exactly these things are, but... <clears throat> So, uh, like not only are they capable car? of doing, no, no, they're not, they actually aren't like walking through, you know, okay. using their feet, but uh, yeah, not only are they able to drive little cars, but they are, uh, but that rats housed in, in, in a quote, enriched environment designed to stimulate them with toys were able to learn better Ooh. than a control group. <laughs> they sex in these rats? With their, uh, well, with their, with seductive toys and, and feather ticklers. I think they mean more like 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 ladders and like wheels and stuff, you know, oh. like <laughs> oh, really not, getting in that deep cut stuff, huh? No, it's nothing really stimulating those rats. Oh yeah, no, it says here that some of them are inserted into the anus. Yeah, that's what that's I like to hear. Tell me about these little cars. <laughs> According to Professor Kelly Lambert. The study bears a lot of relevance to the way the human mind works, too. The cars, which were plastic jugs with wheels, the floor made of aluminum, and the copper bars in the front, there's, so there's three of them, uh, one for the middle, like one to go forward, one on the left, and one on the right, so that would turn the car. Uh, so you had those, those three bars, when grasped by the rat, would allow it to steer in one of three directions. That's awesome. This is super cool. To encourage the rats to drive, the researchers placed a piece of sweet cereal on the other side of a large area. After the rats began understanding the driving functions, it appears the researchers would then change the angle and distance to get the rats to adapt. Uh, They said, quote, they learned to navigate the car in unique ways and engaged in steering patterns they had never used to eventually arrive at their reward. So they were like, uh, instead of like, I think at first they were just like, all right, let's put them in front. They'll learn how to drive straight. And now we're going to like turn them around and make them like drive in weird angles so they could like zigzag their way to their prize. Um, so these rats are getting smarter. They're going to drive better than humans in very, in very short span of time. They may already. And I think I've seen some humans drive. I think Uber is going to fund this so that we can get rat Ubers. Oh, rat Ubers. I think that is the next viable phase here in this uh, research. See, have we learned nothing from our machines? You can't create a subservient race of people or machines or other beings. It it doesn't work. Time after time, it doesn't work. They will eventually rise up and take us down. That's it. It's going to happen with the machines. It's going to happen with the rats. They will. They will. They'll figure out how to get to that cereal without driving you around. And then what are we going to do? The roads are going to be littered with tiny little rat cars, and we'll be out of cereal. My God. Won't somebody think of the children? Please, God. Um, uh, The studies also found that driving seemed to have a calming effect. 
based on the stress levels found in the rat shit. Great. It was so eloquently said. <laughs> so we were picking through their feces and we found that there was less stress in their doo-doo. Yeah, um, there weren't as because many they were driving. Yeah. I see. Driving actually, for me, especially when I have to drive through Massachusetts, creates stress. Creates an abundance of stress. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's because uh, Massachusetts roads are an abomination, um, and its drivers are not much better. Right. Well, sorry, Massachusetts. Good on you, rats. I'm real proud of you. <laughs> you did it. All right. Well, let's take a quick pause to talk about our sponsor, Audible. Dan, we're back. It's been three weeks without a book recommendation. Have you caught up? Are you entirely caught up now? Yeah, let's go with yes. All the books? I, even the Bigfoot ones? Sure. Ah, oh, good. I, I knew you'd finally come around. And I this week is going to be, I think, maybe the easiest one for you to come around on. And I mean that both, uh, both of the entendres. Okay, great. Because... You know, I, I thought maybe you'd give me something, you know. I mean, you're going to J.O. to this book. Yeah. Right, okay. uh, this book this week is provided to us by Audible.com. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash ghostshipradio. If you use that exact link right there, okay. it will direct your brainwaves. Whoa. It will focus them in a beam directly towards this book which has been one that has helped me fall asleep at night. And it's called Not Hard Enough. Hmm. Hot, short, male-male story of how a young inmate learns the meaning of hard time. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like Shawshank Redemption. It's actually an erotic play on Shawshank Redemption, but the weird part is there's so much gratuitous sex in Shawshank Redemption already. They only added like one or two additional sex scenes. Wow. Yeah. And this one kind of plays on some stuff a little bit. It does involve uh, all of them in one group sex scene. So an inmate orgy is what you're trying to sell me? A That's book? about yeah 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 well i thought that you would be interested in learning the meaning of hard time so that's a uh, yes a reference erect, to his penis erect penis yeah his erect penis and his erect body because okay. he's such a beef hunk he's a hard body yeah he's a hard body he's 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 yeah. got you know all the abs one two three all the way up to six probably probably oh my god and he's also got a hot salami looking for some Hot short action, but it's short. It, he can only go for a, a small amount of time. That's short. why it's a short story. Is this um? And tell me, I mean, because just give me the cliff notes here. <clears throat> sure. Do they dig their way out uh, of the prison using their erect penises? Yes, but in here's where it deviates from the movie a little bit. They okay. do dig their There's way out. There's a movie based on this book. Yes, the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, We've gotcha. gone over that. They do dig themselves out, but instead of uh, freeing themselves from the prison. Yeah. What they find is that the end, end, other end of the hole mm -hmm. is uh, a man's asshole. <laughs> uh, and actually, there's not so much digging as there is just full penetration. Okay. So, so what you're saying is the thing that they were yearning for, freedom, they was actually the freedom of of each other's assholes. The warm embrace of an asshole. Yes. Uh, Daniel, I thought that that book would really titillate you. So again. 
If you're interested in that book, go over www.audibletrial.com slash ghostshipradio. I will never be interested in that. And we've returned for more news. You ready, Dan? Give me the blues. Okay. Great. <laughs> a suicide prevention effort at a Lancaster, California middle school ended up inadvertently printing the number instead. This, this is maybe one of the best cosmic coincidence oopsie doo-doos. That we've had in a while. Uh, accidentally printed the number of an adult chat line on the school's student ID cards. Yeah, okay. Uh, Lancaster School District Superintendent Dr. Michelle Bowers issued a letter Monday apologizing for the move after officials at New Vista Middle School <laughs> became aware that, quote, the wrong phone number was listed after two digits were transposed. The number on the sex card, uh, on the sex card, oh my goodness. Well, no, we can't say that. Um, so, the phone number it replaced, if it wasn't clear from my opening sentence, was that the school ID cards had a suicide prevention hotline listed on the ID cards. And they accidentally used the number for a sex phone, a phone sex line. I honestly think... You know, that might be useful. It might still work. It might, it might work. I don't, if I'm feeling kind of down and out, I don't think anything, anything but sex is going to pluck me out from the, from jumping headfirst into the void, I think. It's not going to, is what you're saying. Like the, sex is the only thing that's yeah, going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is to pull me out of that, you know. That dark place. That feeling. And into another one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you just trade one thing for another, a problem for a problem. Um... So, uh, <laughs> this is my, my, I love the quote from, uh, and you know it had to be begrudging. They were like, uh, so, District Superintendent uh, Bowers, you did make maybe one of the biggest oopsies you can make here. Uh, people who are perhaps in a place of weakness or vulnerability, mm -hmm. uh, looking for the assistance of a stranger in their dark time, you did give them a way to jerk jerk their little dinguses off um, right and it is middle school so that's double that okay oh boy i thought this was high school no oh, it's middle school that's that's worse <laughs> it's much worse. That's worse i love that they they obviously are gonna ask for a statement and her statement is this is a mistake <laughs> <laughs> like doing like giving a quote was a mistake <laughs> no just the thing i just love that like what do you have to say about it oh yeah i don't, I don't goof that one <laughs> this is this is real bad <laughs> This is a mistake. Bowers wrote, <laughs> the number listed on the card is actually a sex line. That's it. That's her entire statement. <laughs> what have I done? School administrators were set to collect all ID cards from students and print new replacement cards, according to Bowers. So they are going to obviously replace mm. the cards because, you know, you know. I mean, if you're a middle school, but I feel like, you know, you're a middle school kid and you're like, all right, well, now I have the number. For a sex line. So. Who uses a sex line anymore? I didn't even know they still existed. You, you know, can... some people still believe in analog, man. I'm an analog man. I'm an... I, you know... And you know what that means. I don't. Um, But you have the entirety of the internet at your disposal. Yes. 
Not only that, but if you if it's like, oh, well, I need the interaction of a person, a right. real person, not like a, a pre-filmed, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. There are live streams. Yeah, like cam girls and stuff. Right, exactly. That they, that's why they're so popular, you know? Like, yeah, but why that's do the phone th- sex lines even exist? With phone sex, though, it's a one-on-one interaction. Cam Ooh. girls, it's like a chat. And you can imagine. you got your imagination. That's so you could true. be like creating the perfect person. That's true. Which could be better. Yeah, could in a be. way, could be, but then you don't get to see anything. You got to use your brain space, and at that point, aren't you just playing like perverted D and D? Yeah, right. Like, like uh, I remember back in the day when AOL was in its infancy stages, and um, chat rooms were like all oh, the yeah. thing, and there was just a bunch of horny teenagers who were like almost oh my God, exclusively the internet. Yeah, yeah, and they would hop into chat rooms and ask ASL and. Um, and if you were one of the the horniest of the teen pervs, you would like match up with some other person, get into a private chat, and you're having a one on one thing, yeah. and you're talking saucy saucy uh, text to each other, and then you and find then out they, that you're both uh, little boys, little boys, yes, yeah. and then you're one both of them like takes off their wizard hat boys. and robe. That's right, because they were in the wrong role playing chat room, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is me. That's what I did. Did you? I real messed up. Yeah, it was. Uh, Did you ever? Do, this is real talk. D&D Did you meetups. ever try to solicit oh, sexual interaction? Absolutely. Interactions? Yes. I was at a friend's house. I don't know if they. I, mean, I, I feel ironically like I told or unironically. I was. I. I was unironically at a friend's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we were. So we were uh, I stayed over at a friend's house, and you know we were teenagers, and. Um, uh, we we hopped onto the family computer. I think that makes it worse. Yeah, it definitely does. Definitely makes it worse. Yeah, we're it's on the tainted. Family- <laughs> Burn it down. <laughs> destroy it. Destroy <laughs> it. Um, and we went onto an AOL chat room, and it was all about. It was uh specifically for lesbians. Oh, perfect. So Which you are my, me me a male and my male friend. Uh, we're like, all right, let's do this. Let's infiltrate. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so we hop onto this thing, and we create this whole persona for this person that we're pretending to be and then uh you know we start chatting with this other uh this other lesbian and and it's like oh it's getting hot and heavy and oh let's like break off into this side chat room and we'll start talking all sexy time and you know undressing what are you wearing all that and then um it was basically like a game of chicken where the other person lost and they said hey i gotta admit something i'm a i'm a i'm a boy they did. I'm a boy. Yeah. He, they, so they said, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, wow, 15 year old boy, whatever, 16 year old boy. I'm not actually a lesbian. And to which my friend, who was, you know, he was at the helm, he was typing. I was just speaking evil words into his ear to type, and he goes, he's like, well, I guess the jig is up. And so then he types, "Ew, gross, you pervert! Don't talk to me again." <laughs> See. I- before this got to this point, I was ready to say that you're the villain of this story, where you just le- you went there leading, like trying to lead on, ex- you know, uh, vulnerable people looking. But, but really, the twist makes it funnier than it does me. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. still went with ill intent. Oh yeah, but it, got it, nothing out of it. But it is true that the internet is populated entirely by sixteen-year-old boys. Yes. Yeah. I uh, just uh, that I assume as a base level <laughs> that everyone I'm talking to is a 16 year old boy. That's true, and that's even my wife generous. when I call her on the phone. Right. Well, you can't be sure. I know. Ne- I'll never sure. know. You have to ha- you you have to send pictures back and forth, and even <laughs> then you have to go- reverse Google search. Things. We always send nudes to each other, so we know. Yeah, that's the only way to know. 
And the the crazy so, thing is, you're both sixteen year old boys <laughs> just playing an extremely long con. Yeah. You had you had uh, people show up to your wedding in place, like <laughs> stand ins. That's right. It's a very elaborate scheme that I didn't think two 16-year-old boys could really accomplish. But, uh, you know, it's still going strong after, what, it's like five years. Wow, I'm impressed. They stayed 16-year-old boys this long, too. It's like a Peter Pan situation. Gotcha. Police say a woman who became enraged from being kicked out of a Las Vegas area casino retaliated by driving her Winnebago motorhome into the building. That seems like a... You know, you're going to kick me out of this casino? Well, I'm just going to drive right back in. I'll make another door. <laughs> That's right. The 50-year-old woman plowed straight into the entrance of the Cannery Casino, injuring a 66-year-old custodian. Is it cannery or canary? Cannery. With two ends. Yeah, two ends. Cannery. Cannery? Yeah. Like, like they gamble, but they also can make can. fruits yeah, and vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I got you. Okay, cool. I don't know. I, no, I, don't, I know. I don't think that's I know. you. It's okay. Uh, so she did that, injured a 66-year-old custodian who was outside the building during the collision. Las Vegas police spokesperson Eric Levitt says the woman kept hitting her gas as the vehicle became lodged in the building's entrance. <laughs> That's right. Who who needs to reverse back out right. if you just punch all the way through the other side? Right. I'm just going to keep going forward. Everybody knows when you get stuck in the snow in the wintertime, just keep going just forward. Just keep hitting the gas. Eventually you're going to uh, fill the car with carbon dioxide and die. Which really is the goal all along, yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, what, it's just basic the, math. my goal. But, right, if you keep holding on the gas pedal, mm -hmm. eventually it will go forward. That's the hope. Eventually it will go forward. Yeah. Or it won't. Those are the two alternatives. Wow, wow I know. Wow, you did it. I'm glad I could be uh, sort of a, a guiding light in the dark here. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad we looked at all the options out on the table. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, they, they employees had to physically remove her from the vehicle in order to get her to stop. Because she was just like, uh, just on the gas the whole time. Uh, Levitt also said that the police who were already at the casino arrested her very quickly. So they were probably already there during the altercation when they threw her out. Uh, and then they just pretty, pretty much, she crashed right back in and said, all right, I guess, I guess you didn't get the message. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. But with, uh, <clears throat> handcuffs, <laughs> what with gusto this time, <laughs> uh, her identity has not been released, but based on the back end of her Winnie, cause I saw a picture of it, like lodged into the, uh, entrance of this casino. She is a hardcore hoarder. Oh, like sweet. the back window is just, it looks like just a pile of just junk. Like nice, nice. Not neatly stacked, just like just like a pile. It sounds like the front might have been full of junk too. Yeah, there was junk in the trunk and then junk in the front. Yeah. Ooh, I don't, I don't want. Are you, are you hitting Is on that... her? That's. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I would, but I don't know her identity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But she might be a, a 15 year old boy, and I don't. You, know, so you always have. It's safe to assume. Yeah. It's probably it was a 15 year old boy. 16 year old. Six. Boy. Sorry. Please. 16 year old boy. Let's keep this going. Yeah. <laughs> 16 year old boy crashed his Winnie into a casino, but police say it's an unidentified 50 year old woman. An unidentified two 16 year old boys in a 50 year old woman <laughs> costume. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So that, that one's a pretty. Oh, short. Was that it? That's pretty. Short oh wow. You know, I I was I'm sitting over here, half masked, yeah. having a great time. Well, I can, and, uh, I can keep making stuff up if you want. Yeah, please do. 
So uh, she did eventually eat her way out of the handcuffs and kick the window out of the police car, got Classic. back into her Winnie, hit the gas, and actually made it all the way through. That's fantastic. Classic no- Las Vegas, Nevada cop move is to use edible cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gotta, sometimes keeping it sexy is not necessarily the right move. No, um, it was probably about time. Turns out that the cops were strippers and the handcuffs were actually made of fruit roll up. And it was not an effective way to restrain someone. Well, I mean, it depends on if it was. If they're if like was, allergic to the. Right. Or if the their, the perp was like a six year old, mm. that might be perfect because then they'd be so distracted by the fruit roll up. That's true. What are we talking about? What is happening? What are we doing? Police say a funeral in Eastern Germany <clears throat> ended on an involuntary drug high when mourners were accidentally served hash cake. Well, that's just a happy ending, it sounds like to me. It, it sounds like it's prob- it probably ended up much more fun than just a regular old funeral, right? Surely. Mm-hmm. Although some people can't handle the sauce. The cake. <clears throat> the cake sauce. Yeah. Or yeah, you, the, the devil's lettuce. The that's uh, a sauce now. Satan's cabbage. Is it common sauce? Yeah, yeah. You you uh, uh, what you do is you take it, you dry it out, mm. you mix it with water into a paste, and then okay. you inject it into your eyeballs. That sounds horrible and also wrong. You haven't heard about people injecting their marijuanas? <laughs> I injected one leaf one time. Oh my god! And I died. Oh wow. <laughs> Rostock police said on Tuesday that after the burial in Wiethagen, the funeral party had gone to a restaurant for coffee and cake, as is customary in Germany. For funerals or just in general? Do you just go to coffees and cakes? Like every time you go out. Yeah, you have to. It's just like, well, ah, shit. It is Germany and we're out, so. Gotta get it. I'm not even hungry. And it's midnight. But I will get arrested if I don't get that coffee and cake. They, They kill you. They throw you in jail, and then they kill you wow. by injecting one leaf of marijuana <laughs> into your eyes. Uh, a police investigation revealed that uh, the restaurant employee in charge of the cakes had asked her 18-year-old daughter to bake them. Uh, after eating the cake, the uh, funeral goers, mm. about 13 people, experienced nausea and dizziness and needed medical treatment. So they had a little bit of a whoopsie. So this, this, they, they asked this young girl, eighteen-year-old daughter, uh, to yeah. bake these cakes. However, the mother accidentally took the wrong cake from the freezer to the funeral. Oh. She took a hash cake that the teenager had made for a different occasion. Oh, so I mean, that's Yikes. that's definitely that's wow. absolutely a sitcom episode plot point. Oh yeah, like. Like an edgier sort of 21st century uh, classic pot cake moment. Sitcom moment. Or is it a National Lampoon kind of thing? It's that too. It's any of those like pretty standard comedic bits. Like, oh, Oh. Nana got the brownies. (laughs) Ha ha ha. And then. She, they're all like, "Oh, she's such a stick in the mud. She's gonna be, she's gonna narc, man." And then she just like next pan, like wipe 
you know, Star Wars wipe, uh-huh. you know? And she's got, like, a lamp on her head, and she's oh, just boy. dancing on the table and talking about how much she loves everybody. A lamp? Not a lamp shade, but an entire lamp. An entire lamp on wow. her head, yeah. And uh, and Man, she's talking about how much she loves her grandchildren, even though she's been such a rude jerk all the time. And then... The truth comes out when you're high. Yeah, always. It works both as a truth serum and a hallucinogenic, and all of the drug things that TV thinks drugs do to you that drugs don't do to you. Fry your brain. Yeah, yeah, like with the eggs and the frying pans. Yeah, that's how she she was able to keep that lamp uh, electrified the whole time. is because she plugged it into her fried brain, and it was powering it. See, now that's that's sort of like, now we've turned this into a cartoon. Yeah, she's got an outlet in the back of her head. It's very disturbing. Oh, I love it. I love this bit we're doing. I oh, love this. Great. I love definitely this. definitely going somewhere. Drug-based humor. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so, it's so irreverent, you know? Isn't it? I feel like maybe, can you throw in one quick South Park reference? Oh, boy. So I can feel like we're really we're doing We're hitting it. all the... Basis. God, I can't wait till we hit episode four four hundred and twenty, oh, so we boy. can just take the whole time talking about the weeds. That's where we're gonna secretly because we we can't say that we're gonna do it, but we will. We'll four twenty blaze it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is nothing to say that we did or didn't. Yeah, because you'll never take us alive, pigs. That's right. Ah, <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it, it was, it's a pretty standard cake swap, uh, cake swap goof, uh, yeah. use so it all the time, typical. you know, I, I love it, it's, it's a, it's a standard for a reason. It's one of my favorite sitcom gaffes, right under the, uh, double date, you know, yeah. where you... With the double penetration. We have the, <laughs> <laughs> you have the, yeah, you have the two dates, but you took them to the prom, you took both dates to the prom, and then you have to keep switching outfits right. and then double penetrate them in the bathroom. Exactly, exactly. Every one of those. Full House had it. Yep. Uh, Family Matters had it. Oh, boy, did they ever. They sure, Step uh, by step. Step by step, day by day, you know? <sighs> Whew. Wow. If I think back to all the times my favorite sitcoms of the early 90s had... Double, uh, double penetra- penetration. I think I think we're thinking of the porn variants of those, actually. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, Full Blouse. That's right. Um, dick by Dick. That one didn't really work so well. It was sort of <laughs> ha- ham-fisted, you know. Uh, family Splatters. <laughs> family Splatters. There it is. Woo! You know, I knew I'd get one good joke out before this show ended. That was it. That was it. That's your one. Everybody go home. Actually, it is the end of the show. So, yeah, go home. Get out of my house. Wow. All right. Not you, the the audience. I hope everyone enjoyed that episode. It was uh... an episode. It sure was. We're back, though. Okay? We're, we we left. I know you were very sad. I was, yeah. Or you me? were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was sad. Uh, for other reasons. Though. What, it didn't have anything to do with this. Great. Well, head over to our website, ghostshipradio.com, and check out all the stuff we do. You can find us on iTunes and Podcatchers. I keep saying iTunes, but I think that we are in the death throes of iTunes. It's something different now. It's like pod... Pod... pod I'm not co- sure. Cast, I, iCast? iPodcasting? I don't know. It's something else. Anyway, we're places where you can get podcasts. We're there. 
Check us out on Twitter at Ghost Ship Radio and at Banderbox Radio, where you can find updates on the show, keep up to date with what we're doing. Reach us directly by using the contact form on our website or by sending us an email at bbr at ghostshipradio.com. And that's all for this week. And remember, Donald Duck's middle name is Fauntleroy. Praise be unto him. Thanks for joining us. All praise. It's time to record the show. Is it record? Is it actually recording? Yeah, it's actually recording. Oh, it's it's mic check time. Him. Yeah, it's mic check time. Yeah, it's time. All right, where's Mike? This show is part of the Ghost Ship Radio Network. For more information, go to ghostshipradio.com.